Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. another episode of Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. Welcome to Friday and welcome to Musicals. My name is Miranda Selwood. I'll be taking you to the episode today, to the episode. Just Not to it. it. Just to it. Welcome. And Miranda then you guys done. will have to take yourselves. Uh, Tui's also here. Uh, thank you to our barking in the background mascot. Enjoy that one, everyone. For the entire episode. Sorry. Mm. We'll deal with that in a minute. But in the meantime, at the table with me today... Julie Eisentrager. It's me, KB. Hey, KB. I love your catchphrase. Yeah. I just adore yeah, her. I just, I'm glad I have one. <laughs> All girls at the table today, except, of course, our fabulous and wonderful guest... Trevor Jones. Yeah, How are you, Trevor? I'm living the dream. I'm sitting here talking about musicals. What could be better? I know, right? <laughs> this is what we do. We just hang yeah, out actually, every Friday and do the musical chocolate. thing. We've got chips. It is wine. A it's party. the actual dream. I mean, I we can wine. have. How do you know I don't have, have wine? Oh, <laughs> Trevor might actually no be the best guest ever. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, let's find out if you've got wine and plenty of other things about you. Are you ready to play the getting to know you I'm quiz? I'm so ready. You're ready. I've prepared. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> now I'm worried. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Which musical character would other people compare you to? I think other people, and it's topical, would might compare me to Charlie Brown because I'm a, I, I have a round head. Um, <laughs> oh my god, I hadn't noticed until you said that. Yeah, no. That, that, yeah, me too. That's how I first got really obsessed with 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 this musical because a friend of mine went, "You should be in it playing Charlie Brown because you have a round head." Literally, I'm like, is "Thanks." That, is this yeah, person still not, your friend or? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Good. So it, so it's all okay. So I think there's some Charlie Brownness about me. Um, I think because of what I do, teaching a lot of musical theatre stuff, maybe a bit of Harold Harold Hill without the con man. Um, <laughs> That's a fun one. Maybe. Do you play the trombone? Um, no. Neither and did definitely he. definitely not 76 of them at the same time. <laughs> um, and look, not a musical character yet, but I'm dreaming of the day when he will be. I think I'm a little bit Mr G. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> that would be the... Greatest the new Australian musical. That would be a great new Australian musical. I feel like Mr. He's not, not thinking about that. We've Surely. all been longing for the TV series, so it's got to be time true. for the musical too. I two. know. Yeah. Oh, Chris Lilly, we've put it out there. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, Evidence which you are. I'm sure. <laughs> all right. In the meantime, let's move on. Which musical character would you like other people to compare you to? Um, you could be anyone. It, yeah, I think maybe a bit of George in Sunday in the Park. First act George. 
Nasty George. Um, well, no, not because I don't want to be seen as nasty. I, ha- I have the Sunday in the Park poster sitting above my desk, um, the, the painting. Um, mm-hmm. Because just to re- it's my constant reminder to connect because that's hey. a theme of the musical and yes. it's like, okay, I want to see have people see me be successful, connected George that's still got this amazing artistic undercurrent. Yeah, a little mm. bit of creative genius yeah. wouldn't go astray too, yeah. huh? Yeah. But I think too many people see the clown and don't don't see the other stuff, you know, the deep. Mm. <laughs> no, I really I like know. that answer. I think that's one of the most interesting answers we've ever had to but that yes. question. Oh, really? Yeah. What are the normal answers, you know? <laughs> Alphabet. Yeah. Yeah. You nailed it. Everyone said everyone Elphaba. Everyone to see me as Elphaba. <laughs> Literally everyone. Yeah, because I'm green on the inside. Um, what is your dream role? I reckon I'd have a pretty mean Sweeney in me. Ooh. I reckon it's time. Because as a six foot four giant, there aren't many roles that you could – you're not going to get cast as the romantic lead very often. Or Elphaba. Or mm. – no, that but they, then they good. wouldn't have to fly me. I could just do <laughs> – I could do most of the first half on my knees and then Defying <laughs> Gravity I could up. just stand up. Yeah. Um, but I reckon, I reckon I could do a pretty mean Sweeney Todd, ter- yeah. mildly terrifying, um, or Javert. I, I'd, mm. One day I'm going to try to bust out a Javert. Mm. You so mean just the chops, right? Yeah, pretty much just <laughs> yeah. for the hair. You just, know, just, yeah. Because that's really convincing on Actually, a sort of blondie redhead. Yeah, <laughs> both yeah. those mm. roles have some really good mutton chop potential. Yeah, mm. that's right. Yeah, All right. definitely my style. I think, I think we found it. Um, what is your favourite sometime show? That's a question no one should ever ask anyone because <laughs> it's like asking someone to choose their children. Yeah. Oh. You know, choose which well, of their favourite. Yeah, child. I reckon my mum could do that pretty easily. Really? Is it, is <laughs> Actually, it you? Yeah, probably yeah. most mums can. Yeah. Is it you? Oh. No. <laughs> I was the last born. I'm a little mistake on the end. Yeah. Same. Same. <laughs> but I'm the favourite. Oh. Like I'm gonna yeah shamelessly oh. say I'm the favourite. <laughs> Um, so I, choose look, your child. I've chosen I, Sunday is is Sunday in the Park with George is, is in the top two mm. or Follies. Um, I, I can't really choose between the two. I'm obsessed with Follies, have been obsessed with Follies for a very, very long time. It had a Saw very it on fancy. on Broadway with Bernadette. Yeah, I was oh. going to say it had a very fancy revival yeah. not that long ago. Bought, bought sketches of the costume designs for like three gazillion dollars <gasps> and they sit in my house and I loved it so much that. I went back and saw it three nights later. <gasps> That's yeah. dedication. I know. Yeah. It was just go- dreams, goals. I'm follies. <laughs> okay, I'm going to pick follies over something. <laughs> it's follies. It's follies. Um, I want to say Sunday, but it's really follies. Yeah. Uh, yeah and, you know, good it gives answer. me aspirations for roles I can play when I'm old. Mm, fantastic. Yeah. Win, Loving win. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is your go-to shower song? It changes all the time and to be – Really honest, I don't sing in the shower a lot, but at the moment it's Ben Platt. Yes. Isn't it a good song? Oh, my Lord. That album made me cry. That album (laughs) I just listened to obsessively. And how does the man riff like that? It's the cleanest riffing in the history of man. I just don't know. Like it's it's, it's even each... Mad skills? Yeah, mad mad skills skills with Zeds. a lot of vocal rest. He polishes his skills before he... Does he? Mm. Yeah, Yeah. have you watched him do that? Mm. Yeah, I've seen that YouTube Mm. clip too. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, uh, <laughs> something to Google later. Um, here we go. Now. Last question. The favourite question of all of our guests. Oh, and it was the easiest to answer. <laughs> you have to delete a musical from existence. So happily. Which one is it? Jekyll and Hyde. <gasps> or, or all of Frank Wildhorn's entire output. Amazing. 
Yeah. I was not expecting that at all. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm so lucky that Zane is not on mic on this episode. <laughs> I can't even. Oh, I can't. really? Yeah. <gasps> Wait, if we delete Jekyll and Hyde, that means my shower song's gone. Oh, oh no. Oh, no, you'd never be You'll able to You'll have to find again. another whore song. You'll <laughs> <laughs> have to find another whore song. There's so many. You'll be fine. Is it Bring on the Men? <sighs> yes, it is. Yeah, right. Yeah. See, happily say goodbye to it because we already have Those Were the Days, my friend, that Nana Muscuri sang. It's the same song that he stole. It is 100% the same it's song. And this is me realising it now. The same song. Those were the, the days, my friend. friend. Oh, my God. Okay, well that's my new shower Frank song. Frank Wildhorn writes B-grade pop songs and inserts them into the plot of a musical with no actual plot development happening during the song. So you can remove them from the show. Mm. Can you tell this is a bit of a pet rant of mine? <laughs> Love you it. can remove okay. them from the show and th- this plot stays the same. Nothing happens. So let's just remove all the shows. Can I, yeah. can I though just keep confrontation? Oh, just for the David Hasselhoff version. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the one I'd keep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I think we've struck a deal there. Um, <laughs> we are going to talk about a show today that we is uh, not Jekyll and Hyde. Um, <laughs> <laughs> surprise! <laughs> what is it, Trevor? So it's a musical called Snoopy. How many of you knew it before I, I said mm. I wanted to come and talk about Not it? Not I. Isn't that exciting? Because everyone knows you're a good man, Charlie Brown. Mm. But yeah. Snoopy is the lesser-known Peanuts musical, and I'm obsessed with it. I've performed it three times. Oh, wow. Um, well, I've performed it once as Charlie Brown and directed it twice. Nice. Um, directed slash choreographed, because <laughs> clearly, clearly choreography is my chief skill. Um, <laughs> Hashtag manly dancer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's just a wonderful, wonderful show, and I think it's much lovelier than You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. Ooh. I know. That cool. might be fighting words with some of our listeners. I know. I love Good Man, Charlie Brown. Mm. Don't get me wrong. But there's something – Snoopy for me is just a little more upbeat and optimistic. I find okay. Good Man, Charlie Brown gets a bit pessimistic at times, especially mm. the things they choose about Charlie, who I'm obviously obsessed with. Um, that <laughs> uh, He's quite a downer. In mm. You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, whereas in, in Snoopy you see his optimism a lot more okay. um, because it's much more about Snoopy, which is the up, fun stuff, and so huh. it's a super fun show. You don't okay. get that from the plot. Uh, well, usually we take a little break before we talk the show, so mm. we'll do that now. Okay, so Trevor, tell us all about how Snoopy came to be. Snoopy the musical, and it's important to note there are three exclamation marks at the end of oh, Snoopy. So oh, it's very it's, important. It's actually Wait, part of the title. Wikipedia, I thought that was Wikipedia come left on. Out. Yeah, I know. I know. It right so it's not just Snoopy, it's, it's Snoopy! Snoopy. <laughs> three exclamation <laughs> Yeah, what does three exclamation marks do to the end of a word? Exactly. <laughs> it's real exciting. It really makes its point. I feel like the first one makes it exclamatory and the next one cancels out the first one and then the third one... Brings it back? <laughs> oh, it's like a triple negative, like a double negative. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Oh. yeah I like that. So oh. Snoopy the Musical, written by Larry Grossman and Hal Hackerty. That's a terrible name. Hackerty? Like both of those. Grossman. Grossman. <laughs> Although, I mean, in German it would mean big big man. So big man. Horseman. <laughs> you know, so maybe it's not as terrible as you think. Mm. Um, but uh, they 
are not, you know, they're not Candor and Ebb. They're not people that you immediately know, oh, that's a Grossman and Hackety tune. <laughs> um, <laughs> but probably their biggest hit was a show called Minnie's Boys, which was about the Marx Brothers, uh, and it has the beautiful song Mama a Rainbow that uh, gets sung occasionally, and it's you're all looking fun. so blankly mm. going. I'm going to Google it though. I'm going to write that down to listen. I feel like it's something that I would get told you should probably sing that. It's a beautiful, beautiful tune about, oh. about your mum. So perfect for Mother's Day. Yeah. Lovely. Um, and then they also wrote a show called Good Time Charlie. Don't know any of the tunes from that. Can't tell you any fun facts about it. Sorry. Uh, we could make same up Charlie? Tune. Different Charlie. Yes. Um, different Charlie. Different Charlie. Yeah, not related to Charlie Brown. Um, the Which show Snoopy was written in 1972 and is loosely meant to be a sequel to You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown, mm-hmm. but I dispute that. I think it, I don't know, like... Yeah, Wikipedia says sequel. Yeah. But, but it, there's nothing it, sequential about it. Different writers. Different writers. Completely different team, completely separate project. That's right. Um, It's a sequel. It's like it's not and really Goodman following on from anything. Yeah, Good Man Charlie Brown is episodic. It's a yep. whole lot of the strips mm-hmm. and so Snoopy. So there's no real progression. It has a slightly different set of characters but – Apparently, according to Wikipedia, because that's where all knowledge comes from. All knowledge. Uh, all knowledge. <laughs> it was written as a sequel in and was performed for the first time in 1975 in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Never made Broadway, but there was an off-Broadway production in 1982, so it took a fair mm. time to get off-Broadway. And here's a fun fact. Lorna Luft, Judy Garland's sister, was a replacement peppermint patty. Shut the fuck door. I know. Ooh. That, How good's that? I loved that. That's cool. When I yeah. read that, I was like, yes. I know. So I, I said Judy Garland's sister. Daughter. Eliza Minnelli's sister. Eliza Minnelli's sister, yeah, Judy Garland's daughter. So we knew. Do- we yeah, knew. yeah, I know. I was like, yeah, but people would come for me. <laughs> they would. <laughs> they would be getting like, a lot of complaints, Trevor. Does that guy know a single thing about musicals? Because <laughs> no. he just, yeah. It's all right. Um, we make mistakes all the time and hardly anyone complains yeah. about it. By the way, <laughs> if you want to send us an email, musicalstaughtmepodcast at gmail.com. Please do. Love it. Tell yeah. us everything we can. All complaints, <laughs> please direct to. But I also uh, like that Peppermint Patty got added to Snoopy. Yes, yes. Because we miss her in your Good Man it's Charlie so, Brown. Yeah, because Good Man Charlie Brown originally just had the generic Patty character, which yeah. was kind of all of your females, and then that got replaced with Sally Brown. With Sally. I know, which is pretty great. <laughs> I, I do love it. But poor Patty being like, I'm just every woman. Yeah, she's like Whitney. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but... um. Yes, so it has Snoopy. Um, the other cute addition is that it adds Woodstock mm. um, and it's a non-speaking or singing role. So it's purely, <laughs> a, you know, a character dressed in yellow flapping around. Okay, they, that sounds something I'm keen for. Yeah, yeah, it was really good when... How much know, dressing room time is there for that character? <laughs> when we came thinking about, you know, Dreamcast for later on, I was mm. like, oh, that, there's so much fun to be had with that. <laughs> you could put in that role. Um, London in 1983 and they added songs. And I found this out today in my research. Queensland Theatre did it in 1986. Yes. yes. I also How read that. That. Yeah. that glorious year of 1986. Yeah. I remember that season well. It was well. a Q-Pat. At Q- yeah, in the, in the Cremorne. <laughs> I didn't see it like you I, were there. I was not born. <laughs> <laughs> but look how excited you are about it. I was just like, Queensland Snoopy. Theatre. Snoopy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, there's an animated TV version of it um, that they did on CBS that's adorable. It's, you know, the style of the old school Peanuts cartoons mm-hmm. with all the songs and it's great. And 2004 New York concert, Christian Ball as Snoopy. Mm. <laughs> Sutton Foster as Peppermint Patty. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. bored. Anne Harada as Lucy and Hunter Foster as Linus. Yeah. What is that? 
isn't yeah. it? I mean, sure, they were all related at that point probably because <laughs> Christian and Sutton would have been Almost. married. Oh, and, they would have been. And Hunter would have just been hanging out. Yeah. So um, it's like they were just, you know, having Christmas dinner one time yeah, going, just, you know what we should do? Let's just do Snoopy. Just put on Snoopy. Yeah. Anna Rad is here. We just, have, <laughs> let's just do, we'll do what we want. Well, call yeah, a couple right. people. Yeah. Don't you know who we are? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't, 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 don't you know who I am? Um, Devin May was also in that production. He was the original Bat Boy in Bat oh, wow. Boy. Yeah, so it had a pretty, yeah. That's a starry cool. cast. And yeah. it wasn't like a City Centre's encores or anything. I, mm. I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know exactly where they did it, but, yeah, super cool. In... The Foster's living room. I Probably. Probably. <laughs> they were all over for dinner one night and they were like, let's do this thing. And they still got Tony nominations for it, probably. You know? Well, they live on Broadway. Yeah, Everyone knows it. That's right. And the other, the last fun fact about the show is that Just One Person, which is the final number of the show, was sung by the Muppets at Jim Henson's funeral. Oh. And it's the oh. most heart-rending, beautiful... Yeah, it's tear-worthy. It's all on, it's on YouTube. When and you it's, know no, that, it's worse. I know. Yeah. Kermit nope. starts and nope. it's just... Nope. Oh, not Googling oh. that. <laughs> it's amazing. You don't want to cry today, Julie? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I already have. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> really haven't. Terrible. So snooty. So how, how do they approach generally in productions, mm. having done it a couple of times yourself as yes. a director, how do you approach people playing Snoopy... You're not allowed to dress him up as a dog. Mm. So similar to Good Man Charlie Brown, he's mm. meant to sort of represent the essence of Snoopy rather than be in a puppy suit. No dog facing. No dog facing. Mm. I mean, look, there might be a smart little black nose. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. But, um, Just a little button nose. You, you don't sort of go full dog and full bird on mm. Woodstock because, I mean, really what kind of bird is Woodstock anyway? A fluffy one. A yellow one. <laughs> a, yellow. a yellow one that maybe has fur. Canary. So, so Let's we're say not, canary. Because yeah. we're not Dr. Zeus you know? this. Like, no. No. No, it's, it's, it's no not physical. They don't apologise for the fact. But it's the same thing. Adults play the children. Yeah. You know, these, are, these kids are meant to be eight, nine years old. Um, hello. See, I like that you brought Snoopy with you. Yeah. Okay, I'm just, I'm going to deal with the dog. Okay. And you guys just finish up. Chat this. amongst yourselves. Yeah. 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 Okay. We will. Uh, what you doing? <laughs> How's your daving, guys? What else can we learn about Snoopy? Um, I first got to know it when I got cast in it as Charlie yeah. Brown. And I'd, I'd always been a Snoopy obsessive. And literally my friend's dad was directing it. Yeah. And he said, you've got a round head. You should come and audition for Charlie Charming. Brown. Yeah. It's and that's how I got the role. compliment. I'm not sure if it was. <laughs> I'm not sure if it was meant like that. But he was literally, I've been looking for a guy with a round head. You. Thanks, David. I feel like one day someone will come up to me and be like, you've got a round face. Would you like to be in the Burt Newton biopic? <laughs> that would that'd work. I know. I yeah. could be Burt. Yeah, you'd make mm. an excellent Burt. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> being a performer in the show and then directing the show, did you learn different things in different roles? Well, or? where I directed it was in an all-boys junior school Good. and it was a whole school musical so preps to grade six yes. every kid in the school had to be in the show so we had the lead roles wait that's a lot of children especially when the show has seven people in it yeah. you know? so problematic we had to we we cast all the lead roles with kids in kids in the school and then added chorus members and so each year level kind of did one number as generic Peanuts mm-hmm. kids. We yeah, bought nice. a lot of stripy polo shirts. <laughs> I bet you did. A lot of stripy polo But it was really, really fun. Woodstock 
and friends. There's yeah, like two of the preps yeah. socks just uh, Yeah, no, actually, <laughs> the preps amazing. were all Woodstock. I'm a genius. So Woodstock came on and they all came on. Yeah. Cute. It was pretty adorable. Yeah, it would that be really cute. cute. Yeah, it, that was super fun. And yeah, look, at you just get to know the show so deeply. Yeah. It's just, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous show. And if people haven't listened to it, they need to now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Guys. Uh, guys, I'm back. Just pause. And, um, uh, and I just I think we have to go to a break. Okay. Welcome back. <laughs> um, we've got the dog under control now <laughs> and it's time to talk lessons that we've learned. Lessons that we've learned. Yeah, from Snoopy in general or just Snoopy a musical. Okay. Is oh. it Snoopy? Going real broad today. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the musical. Wow, opened it wide. Well, well you know. Mm, I like it. Surely all of the, the main messages of Snoopy are embedded in the show. They are. You're right. There's one song that teaches us directly. Yes. Um, it's called I Know Now. Mm-hmm. And it's the three girls looking back at things that they wish they'd known in all of their growing growing up life, you know, they're meant to be eight or nine. Yeah. And it's super cute things like, I know now you can't bend a cracker, no matter how hard you try. <laughs> I know now that your body isn't leaking when you cry. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah. cute, cute stuff it's like really that. Um, I, I know we should not try to sing a cappella and then the, then the band kick in. <laughs> really cute little joke. So, you know, they're, they're, that's a literal things, things that Snoopy taught us, that yeah. the price of a thought is a penny. All that sort of, you know, it's adorable, adorable kind of peanuts humour. But um, I love the fact that really this show is about the simplicity of children and the wisdom of that uh, Mm. and what that teaches us. There's an amazing book, this is going to get really nerdy. um, That's what we love. Yeah, it's called The Tao of Peanuts and it goes into Taoist philosophy and how that's reflected through the Peanuts comics. (laughs) And it's quite amazing because... Charles Schultz that wrote the comics was a genius and and was reflecting so much of American society but challenging it. So when they added Franklin, the first black character, into, into, into the Peanuts comics, they made no comment about it at all. It was just Franklin started integrating and hanging out with all the kids and it was actually quite controversial to have a black character in a very white comic strip but not make any deal about the fact that he was black. He was just... He's just there. A dude. As hanging out with be. Charlie and Linus yeah. and playing baseball with them. You know, so it, it was a revolutionary comic strip from that point of view. And the musical brings in things, things like that. The thing that always amazes me and one of the things I think that Snoopy taught me is that girls are much smarter than boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because the way that this show turns gender stereotypes upside down is amazing. There's a song called Edgar Allan Poe. Yes. <laughs> Do you know it? I, that's the one I've listened to the most. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> and they're all having to write. It's, I guess it's the equivalent of Book Report in Good Man Charlie yeah. Brown. Um, but they're all angsting about the fact that the teacher's going to ask them what they've studied about Edgar Allan Poe, which is pretty dark for grade Super threes. Super dark. <laughs> Can you imagine asking grade threes about the Raven? The Raven well, and, they would you know? be parental complaints. That's right. How are you doing with those gothic horror stories, kids? Oh, they're great. Thanks for asking, Miss Otmar. Um, Miss Otmar, of course, that only speaking... Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm obsessed. Um, but... It turns gender stereotypes upside down. So it's actually the girls that are super conscientious and super brilliant at school and the boys that are struggling with it. And 
you know, this, this, they're strong women and sort of weak men in lots of ways, mm. um, which I think is really, really lovely for a, for a show in, in the 70s. You yeah. Know? Challenging and exciting. I could literally go on for hours, so stop me when I mean, you're no, bored. No, um, no. You're keep, you're <laughs> like really mesmerised. Well. There's an amazing, as I, I, said, I mentioned before, there's this optimism and hope and persistence in the characters. Um, that Which is what particularly the Snoopy character in that mix is, is yeah, known for. Yeah, that's right. He's the one who, who brings imagination and story. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think in this musical it pervades into the other kids a lot more too, you know, rather than them being quite... Um, separate characters Mm. they all have this sort of dreamy imagination so when snoopy does the great writer they all act it out um it's kind of you know a bit like the great baron in goodman charlie brown as well yeah you know they're all running around like crazy things acting out snoopy's great writer story which is ridiculous and absurd and hilarious um but that that optimism linus um sits up all night in the pumpkin patch waiting for the great pumpkin on on <laughs> halloween night because that that's a running thread through the peanuts comics that the great pumpkin is kind of like the santa claus linus has got all his messages <laughs> mixed up and so the great pumpkin comes on on halloween night and brings toys to all the children of the world <laughs> um and uh so he sits up all, all night waiting and there's this gorgeous song called the vigil where he's I'll give him seven minutes, you know, no more. I'm going to give him, okay, another ten minutes. Okay, (laughs) another 20 minutes. And then he starts falling asleep and getting really tired. And he gets kind of cranky and says, well, maybe you're not coming. Maybe you couldn't find us. Maybe you got lost. Oh, well. You're a pumpkin. (laughs) I'll just have to wait for you again next year. (laughs) Wait, that's my dating life. <laughs> yeah, see how much we can learn from, so <laughs> from Snoopy. So Three much. exclamation marks. That's important. Are so does in, sorry. No, you go. Does the so I read the plot because I haven't seen it before, and mm. the music doesn't and plot guide is a strong you. word for it. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's a whole lot. Does of, it make more sense watching it? Does no, it flow better watching no, it's it? It's a whole lot of adorable skits. peanut strips. Yeah. Okay, that makes skits, sense. They're often set up some punchlines. The songs kind of often sit separately without any real setup. It's like it's, a review. Yeah, that's right. Okay. It's just a celebration the of Snoopy review. those characters. One of the things that we did notice when we were reading through it, <laughs> the plot was that like the seasons seemed to be happening out of order. And mixed together. Was, <laughs> Is that like, important? Uh, Why well, are you so bound to nature? I don't know. <laughs> What year is it? What is <laughs> like, the timeline? All the holidays seem to be all mixed up, and there was Christmas and Easter. But and knowing the wrong it's place and knowing it's more of a review, maybe that makes maybe it maybe it's, it's, fun. it's all a, a dream. And Snoopy's just remembering all dream. of these things. Oh. So that's why it's out of order. Fever dream. Well, maybe to a dog. How, who knows what happens. sense of time? Yeah, Mate, it's actually wow. over a twenty-year period, and <laughs> oh, it's not one human That's year; it's seven blowing. dog years. <laughs> Maybe the dog only. <gasps> oh no! No, no I'm sad. don't go there, Julie. <laughs> don't do don't it, Julie. Maybe the kids are all just figments of Snoopy's imagination. <gasps> it's okay. Know, it's well, um, let's do some imagining ourselves of who we might cast in Snoopy. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> No, that, I think that was four exclamations. I'm sorry. <laughs> Too many. Dreamcast, it's time for Dreamcast. 
How do you guys like my new thing? I like it. I think it needs to stay. I, I hate it. It needs to stay. <laughs> no. Nah. Will you remember it. it from now on? That's though. true against one, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she can't vote herself. <laughs> Still too it's in order to. I'm a Gemini. I can't do. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Okay. Well, I really kept my dream cast very similar to people who have already played these roles before. Because well, really that New York concert was the freaking yeah. dream cast, wasn't it? Yeah. I and mean, I just put insane. in you're a good man, Charlie Brown people in and then it's all round. It all just well, works. it is a sequel. Yeah. Uh, sort of sequel. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll just transfer we'll just the transfer. cast at a patty, right? Yeah, why not? Yeah. At a patty. And then I, uh, I also, because, you know, I, I'm, I'm obsessed with Australian musical theatre and I was a bit angry at myself for choosing an American musical to talk about. <laughs> um, I've done a, a dream Australian cast. Ooh, tell us more. So do you know who I think I'm would really be an adorable to... Snoopy? Who? Kurt Phelan. Oh, yeah. Star of Australia's Dirty Dancing. Yeah. He would be such a charismatic, beautiful, lovely Snoopy. So I'm pretty much want uh-huh. to do the show again just so I can <laughs> cast him. Mm. The more I thought about it, it's you, like. You can make that happen. Yeah, I, you can. I probably could. Just, just make that happen. All right, I'm going to. I'm going yeah. to. Yeah. yeah, probably for the best. Again, I'll just do, you know, like Sutton Foster and just do it in my lounge room. Mm, and and people can come. Do that, do Bob. All right, um, it's next so, week. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing it next <laughs> Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. Um, um, come along. Are you playing Charlie? No. No, I didn't put myself in the Dreamcast as mm, Charlie. Oh. Um, John O'Hara or Mitchell Butel? Oh, I think would Mitchell be, Butel would Mitchell be Mitchell Butel lovely. would be a dream, Charlie Brown. And yeah. John O'Hara, who's in School of Rock at the yeah. moment. Um, I'm not particularly familiar with John. He's one of those guys that's been in literally every show and you'll see he's is a wonderful performer. He played – he was in Wicked for quite a long time mm. playing uh, Elphaba's dad. Um, and yeah. he's done, that he, guy. But he's, but he's in School of Rock at the yeah. moment playing Ned Ned Weebly, Feebly, Schneebly. Is that what it – yeah. Schneebly. I probably should know that a little bit better. <laughs> and I saw him play Charlie Brown in You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. About sixteen years ago, and he was adorable then. So I think I'm going to keep him. He'll be adorable now. Yay! Um, I've had a great idea for Lucy. Mm. I mean, if we were going broader and getting out of Australia, Patty Lapone would be the dream Lucy, really. (gasps) Well, yes, yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) That would be pretty. I just want to see her play a kid. Yes. Yes. Like taking all of that that sass and diva and putting it into the joy and playfulness of a child character. But then Lucy is, is amazingly aggressive. Yes. Mm. Yeah, but she still has that that young thing. Yes, yeah. Patty would nail it. Yeah. She would nail it. But do you know who I think might be a great Australian pet, Lucy? Trevor yeah. Ashley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see that. Yeah, right. I'm very protective of Lucy having played her. Uh, really? And I would In gladly, yes, yeah. and I would so gladly pass over the trophy to Trevor, to Trevor Ashley. Ashley. It's a pretty non-threatening <laughs> casting for yeah, a woman. It's like, it's oh, really yeah, it's really nice. Trevor will just do it differently from me. Uh, hilariously. Yeah. <laughs> hilariously. Um, Patty McPatty has the most beautiful songs in the show. So she has yes. a beautiful song called Hurry Up Face about please make me prettier so Charlie oh. Brown will like me. Oh. And then she's got another song called Poor Sweet Baby where she's with Charlie Brown and Charlie's, you know, sad about something. So she's cheering him up by saying, you know, poor sweet baby. And, and at the end she says to him, do you like that, Chuck? Uh-huh. Forget it. It'll never happen. And hits him over the head and walks <laughs> off. The best. I know. But the cl- classic, classic kid pretending not to be yeah. in, you know, in love with each other. Yeah. 
So I, w- I want Esther Hannaford to play Pip and Patty. Oh, she would be yeah. beautiful. As my dream cast. Yeah. Um, Esther can play whoever she it, likes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah. pretty much we could just cast all the roles with Esther. Yeah, it's a one-woman show now. Yeah. I'd pay to see that. I, me too. Yeah, Let's re- make that happen too. All right, cool. You can do two versions of it. Okay, yeah, yeah great. In a fortnight's time. <laughs> okay, great. So, I've got a busy schedule now, you haven't do. I? Yeah. Mm. Not mostly Snoopy now. Anything that's else. okay. Uh, Sally Brown for me is Sarah Morrison. Um, yes. That played Ladies in Black and yeah. was Sophie and Mamma Mia. And... Again, I was involved with a different production of Good Man Charlie Brown and we cast her as Sally Brown in that Aww. and she was a dream. She yeah. was absolutely adorable. So, again, I've done similar to what you were saying of yeah. just sort of going with who you, with who you know. know can play the role, which yeah. is beautiful. Yeah. Linus is Blake Bowden. Oh, yeah. From He's Book of Mormon. Price. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mormon. Yep. He's and very good. Oh, my he's God. I think good. he's actually the best Elder Price I've ever heard yeah. in my life. No um, one sings it that beautifully. I was I Except was like, Im- I was impressed. It's <laughs> stunning and consistent and every yeah I'm in, I'm in love with him. Um, don't tell him. I think it's he just too got late. married yeah. too. Yeah, like oh, did he? yesterday or something. No, it was That'd all over Instagram. Right. That'd be right. Yeah. Oh, my oh yeah, saw that. Yeah. Mm. This is what makes me Charlie Brown. Yeah. yeah. Right there. Um, and Woodstock. I struggled with a little bit, but I wonder if Jack Chambers or someone. Oh my goodness, Jack Chambers would be Someone amazing. super cute like that would be a, a pretty great Woodstock. Not being allowed to talk. I or maybe like Trevor Ashley as well. Tr- yeah. Or bring in Rowan Atkinson. Rhonda <laughs> Ron, Ron Birchmore. Rhonda Birchmore playing Woodstock. Oh my That's <laughs> a lot of leg for a bird. That, well, well. Or you could do like. Every time Woodstock enters, it's a different, amazing female yeah. celebrity. So yeah. you have Rhonda Walk-On for one scene, Marina Pryor for another one. Or your queen. Nancy Hayes popping yeah. in to, to yes. smash out a bit of Woodstock. Just a revolving door of revolving Woodstock. Revolving Woodstock. Yes. Yeah. So are all the birds of Australia. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that that's wasn't even in deliberate. What three weeks' time? Are we going to pop week, that we're into just next do week? Woodstock the music. <laughs> all, all the Woodstock scenes with different leading ladies of Australian all these musical people, theatre. All these people are going to turn up thinking it's like a seventies hippie show. <laughs> nope. No. Nope. Sorry. It's just unspoken, about a yellow, unsung, and not singing <laughs> yeah. the whole show. <laughs> All right. Well, we've all this really cute music. We've got this. <laughs> we've definitely got this. Um, let's do some top fives. It's time to put Snoopy on. <laughs> Sorry, some I top that. five list. Um, I'm going to start with top. <laughs> Five shows containing exclamation marks in the title. Mm-hmm. Well, what else is on that Multiple list? exclamation marks. Oh, oh, yes, of and, course. And um, silence from a couple of weeks ago. Uh, yes. Oliver. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Zane. Um, Making I'm impressed with how at your fingertips you have songs with exclamation points in the title. Like, I'm a pretty epic Broadway nerd, but... Um, yeah, you guys just I, out-nerded me. Thank I, you. I do remember the ones that have an exclamation point in their title. I am actually doing a lot with Oklahoma at the moment and every time I write an email, I make sure that exclamation point is in there. The yeah. title is yeah. not Hello to Oklahoma. The, no, it's, it's Oklahoma. Oklahoma. 
Hello That's to right. the team of Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I think about that, I think about that um, episode of Friends where the friends go and see Joey <laughs> in his show and um, Phoebe says, the exclamation point in the title scares me. It's not just Freud, it's Freud. <laughs> <laughs> So now whenever I see Oklahoma with a – that's how I think about Oklahoma. <laughs> Imagine Snoopy with three exclamation yeah. marks. I know, would have a heart attack. That's a lot. Poor Phoebe. Poor Phoebe. Okay, what else? What else? Top five list. I'm going to put on. top five musicals to fly under the radar. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Good ones that people should know but don't. That's right. Know. Maybe maybe that's a uh, – a list that people can contribute online. Yes, they can. You know, they can add to that and, make, and see what else is on that yeah, list. Let us they? know, guys. Yes. Comment on our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can find us there as Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know, except on Twitter where we're Musicals Teach Me. And Instagram. And Instagram where we're Musicals Teach Me. <laughs> I don't Insta. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> tut, tut, tut. Um, top five comic strip turn musicals. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was. Yeah, I was. Don't question if, me. <laughs> it could be top five specifically Peanuts musicals, but there are only two of There's them. There's only so two, no, and it still makes a top two at least. They're yeah. talking about turning Archie into a musical, so mm. there's more being added to oh, that category. Cute. Yeah. What as long is, as they stay with the comic strip. Is Bat Boy technically on that list? I don't think. Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Man. Oh, there's a Batman musical, surely. There was a parody Batman musical. That'll count. I'll take it. Batman the parody yeah. musical. It's called Holy Musical Batman. Oh, <laughs> Little Abner. Little Abner was a comic strip. Guys, we are oh, filling yeah. out this list for us. It'll teach you for giving me eyes. We've almost got five I was like, even. Almost. Yeah. I was just trying to spark this conversation that we're having <laughs> right now, Julie Eisentrager. <laughs> Randa Eyes. And so would. <laughs> okay, um, more top fives before Julie and I take over. Um, well, that was actually mine. Was comic strip ad- adaptation. It. So you stole it. So I got nothing stole to say. It. Oh, no. Top Awkward f- when you leave your guests with nothing to say, oh, isn't yes. it? No. <laughs> <laughs> top five nostalgic musicals. I think a lot of people would come to see this because they loved Peanuts growing up. Yes. Mm. Regardless of if they knew anything about it. What do you mean growing not? up? They love Peanuts Now still. they do. Yeah. I, it's still happening. I am proud slash embarrassed of the quite large shelf of Peanuts comics that I have on my, my bookshelf. Aww, that's great. Cute. <laughs> in my family it was Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, yeah. Oh, so I do like a bit of Calvin I'm, and Hobbes. I'm looking forward musical. to the Calvin and Hobbes musical. That'll be a good one. <laughs> yeah. Awkward yeah. yeah. like, can, can I play Calvin's dad? Yes. I would live to play Calvin's okay. dad. Okay. Yeah. Well, Let's you, next happen. three weekends four, yeah, are taken up. But, but in four weeks when we do the Calvin and Hobbes. I think it should be a jukebox <laughs> musical maybe, you know. Okay. Yes. The music of the Bengals. All bang- right, we're going to work on that. the music of the um, Bengals. If anybody would like to suggest some songs by the Bengals <laughs> or perhaps some other 80s bands um, to include in Calvin and Hobbes the musical, please. Calvin and Hobbes' dad does a science experiment while singing Eternal Flame. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, I love okay, that I, so much. <laughs> yeah. Guys, Calvin, not, Calvin not wanting to go to school, Manic okay. Monday. We're not doing anything else with the rest of this episode except <laughs> talking about this. <laughs> we're we're now writing our own musical. <laughs> this is beautiful. It is. Um, Copyright. Can we, can we include Very <laughs> tricky to put Walk Like an Egyptian in. No. Not a lot of Egyptian We will in. find a way. Easy peasy. Okay? It's in yeah. his imagination. Hazy yeah. Shade of Winter, you know, when, when it's set. Yeah. 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 Why do I know this many Bengals songs? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> I am concerned. I mean, we know shows that have exclamation points. Exclamation points. But this is clearly your niche. songs. Yeah. We all have useless trivia. Come at um, me, mastermind. Back, back to the top fives. <laughs> uh, can we put Woodstock on the top five non-speaking roles in a musical? Yes. yes. Like yeah. non-verbal roles at all. No singing, no dancing. No, no there's plenty of dancing. That's, that's, a, that's a short mm. list though as well, isn't it? Uh, Rhonda from Boy From Oz. <laughs> mute characters. <laughs> Let me just see if I've played any more. I don't think Rhonda is mute. <laughs> no, she she speak. And Cinderella no, from Into the Woods. Do they say anything in Into the Woods? No, they Cinderella haven't. Cinderella definitely does. No, I mean, no, 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 Snow, Snow White. White and, and um, the other at the one. end that come on at the end yes. and just wave yeah. with the princes. Yeah. Yes, yes, they're mute, but they're, they're technically played by actors. Is there a Helen Keller the musical? There will be. It will be a sensory. It's going to be on the a week sensory after. Sensory experience. That's going to be fun. It's going to be on the week after we do the Calvin and Hobbes one. So five weeks time. We're busy now, guys. You won't be getting another episode for at least two more months. We're doing Broadway. Okay. Um, well, we've got a few plugs to do already. Uh, next week is in my living room. <laughs> Where can we actually find you, though, Trevor? Um. So. Um, the biggest thing that I – well, I've got a lot of stuff going on actually. Mm. But um, the thing that I most wanted to talk about is a show called Becoming Bill that I'm working on. Um, it's a new Australian musical written by Bradley McCaw mm. and it's being performed at the Brisbane Powerhouse in August. Tickets aren't on sale yet. But they will but be. But they will be. So if you go to becomingbillmusical.com, mm. or one word, becomingbillmusical.com, um, you can sign up. The cast is going to be announced very soon. Ooh. We've got a really exciting cast – um, which is thrilling. Um, it's going to be an amazing show. The soundtrack's on Spotify. With It's an all-star cast recording of the soundtrack that Brad did a couple of years ago. Uh, and tickets will be on sale on May the 23rd, preview on August the 14th, and the season is 15th to the 25th of August. So amazing. becomingbillmusical.com or Facebook is at becomingbill. Amazing. Yes. Look who knows their socials yeah. better than I do. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> I had to write it down. <laughs> So did I. I read it wrong. <laughs> I'm elderly. For I need three that years. stuff in front of me. Um, I'm also working on a show called Yank um, for oh, Understudy Productions. Yes. Is which, oh my Yank God, it's with a an exclamation show. mark. Do you only work on shows I with only, exclamation yeah, I'll be writing to I'll be writing to Brad tomorrow and say, Dear Brad, I can't work on the show unless it has an exclamation <laughs> point in it. The problem Bill. with putting an exclamation mark at the end of becoming Bill is that the exclamation mark and the two L's are all just going to blend together. No, no I'm going to replace the letter I in Bill. With, with an, an upside down, down exclamation mark. It already is an upside yeah. down nice. exclamation mark. I was going to suggest a shoelace wraps around and becomes it, but I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good becoming nice. Bill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you put the exclamation <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> no, then, say. then technically wouldn't it be becoming b- Ill. <laughs> becoming B, ill. Yeah, it, it doesn't work very well. I, like, yeah. I still like Ill. it. I'm still yeah. on board. Yeah, we'll, yeah, yeah. we'll workshop it. So, yeah, okay. exclamation mark, is part of Melt Festival. Um, mm-hmm. It's a beautiful uh, World War II gay love story written by um, David and Joe Zelnick. It's stunning music. Again, we're announcing the cast really soon. Um, uh, if you go to Understudy Productions' website, it's all over Facebook. And that um, will be the Australian premiere. Australian premiere and the composer's coming, <gasps> which is mildly terrifying Ooh. for a musical director. Nah, um, should be right. I know, I've met Joe a couple of times, really, really lovely guy, so I'm really excited to have him here. Amazing. That's the 4th to the 14th of July. And then if I can just, you know, do little plugs for my own gig. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I sure can. This Especially with that hand movement yeah. <laughs> that no one else can see. Yeah, that's right. That was Radio. a fun one. <laughs> 
It's not radio, it's a podcast, Trevor. It podcast. works the same How old way. Are you, Trevor? Um, um, I run a thing called Showtune Tuesdays, mm. which is I the most fun you can have. I know. I just went. And it, and it's so much fun. It's yeah. off the charts it's insane. Off the charts insane. It's a whole. Go. It's a doobop jazz bar. The first Tuesday of every month uh, yeah. in Edward Street so in sleepy. Brisbane. Mm. Um, uh, seven thirty till ten thirty. It's not a late night. It's oh great. wait, it starts at seven thirty. It starts yeah. at seven thirty. Oh well, I start playing quiet background show tunes at six thirty, but the sing along slash open mic starts at seven thirty. It's just like quiet the Hunger Games to get show tunes. Oh no, it is definitely quiet background show tunes, and we do it. I deliberately pick really obscure stuff to see who's listening. <laughs> Singing. The you soundtrack go, Do you know Snoopy? what shows that? Well, I did play Just One Person and someone Ooh. went, that's that's Just One Person. That was played at Jim Henson's funeral. I was like, wow, put a downer on things, man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Way to bring it down. <laughs> um, yeah, so show tune Tuesday, the first Tuesday of every month. And the third Tuesday of every month at Doobop, I run a night called Cabaret at Doobop where local Brisbane performers are given a chance to do a 20 to 25-minute cabaret performance um, and we're – you know, doing some really great stuff. So the lovely Jessica Kate Ryan has done one, Megan Shorey, um, uh, Kate Shermer, a whole lot of really wonderful people. Uh, Josh Devetta has, have come and, and done, done mm. 20, 25-minute cabarets. It's wonderful to see so much local talent yes. being given opportunity yeah. to, yeah, to and share. building that cabaret mm. thing so that in Brisbane so people – understand that cabaret isn't this terrifying thing, that it can be singing some songs and telling some stories. It doesn't have to be this heavily crafted narrative. It's mm. actually just about breaking the fourth wall and exposing exposing yourself to the audience emotionally. <laughs> oh. um, I know, disappointing. <laughs> well, look, it can be the other as well, but yeah, that probably needs a different rating. Can I sing Otto Titzling for that? Oh, yes. yes. Oh, I'll sing all your backing vocals. La, 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 la. Ah, and put an exclamation mark. That's amazing. Uh, but so put an exclamation mark. <laughs> Both of those events are. That's, that's the name of my next cabaret show. If you like it, mark. if you like it, then you should have put an exclamation yeah. mark in it. <laughs> Both of those are events are a free event. They're free. Yeah, yeah so you, you have no excuses. For free. Yes. yes. What a man. What a man. It. So much fun. <laughs> Giving art to Brisbane. Oh, Thank you, Trevor. Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah. what I do. Uh, well. I think it's time to say goodbye. Oh, I don't wanna. This was a fun episode. I'm engaged, guys. So just saying, Um, that never happens, Trevor. You so you know, (laughs) Julie's never engaged. Wow, I I feel like that's the real gift I bought. It's the the three exclamation mark episode of musicals taught me everything I know. Sorry, Zane. <laughs> it wasn't he that knew bad. It was coming. We've got <laughs> headphones on too. It's not that bad. <laughs> Anywho, my name is Miranda Selwood. Thank you for listening to the episode today. And thank you, of course, to my co hosts, Julie Eisentrager. It's me, KB. And our very special <laughs> guest who brought us Snoopy and all the exclamation marks in the land, Trevor. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a delight. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 